<laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new season, new edition of Philly Four Court Press. I am your host, Big T. Will. We have a lot of things going on this season, a lot of moving parts, but we're still talking about two five. The same two five we've been talking about all summer since he decided to pass up on a dunk, not make foul shots, not make jumpers. He has still has left a bad taste in the Philadelphia market's mouth, and it's not getting any better. But welcome to a new season. My man. I'd like to introduce everybody to the producer extraordinaire, Mr. Mike O'Connell. Hit that applause button, Mike. <laughs> What's up, Mike? How you doing, man? Yo, T. Will, my guy. It's uh. It's going to be a great season, man, but we're going to have to get through some stuff before we, you know, enjoy the glory, enjoy the greatness of what I think will be a successful Sixers season. But, man, I cannot believe it's October already, bro. I mean, this is unbelievable. I remember just – it seems like a couple weeks ago we were talking, you know, back in June, and we are like, you, you, you predicted too. You're like, yo, man, October is going to be here before you know it, and it's going to be Sixers season once again. And here we are. I'm, I'm stoked, man. You're stoked. Uh, a lot of people are stoked uh, from um, the, I guess, the fans' perspective on social media. I can tell you one person who's not stoked. Me. My ass is not stoked. <laughs> and people will call <laughs> as, as we get on later on in the show, as we flip the, uh, the have some little wrinkles in the show this season, um, we're going to uh, find out why I'm not stoked. Um, but as I look over the Sixers roster, I see 2-5. He's still there. And I see a lot of new names, uh, old names, and um, just the whole makeup of this roster right now. And looking at the uh, two preseason games and what they went through through camp, Mike, um, I'm going to start off with you, Mike. How do you feel what Maury has done thus far for this upcoming season? Well, I feel like he's done enough in terms of getting the necessary, you know, reinforcements for the bench, you know, bringing back Horkmaz, uh, signing Drummond, uh, you know, so uh, getting Green back. So it's he's done exactly what he's been asked to do, I'd say, but he hasn't gone out and did anything spectacular as of yet. But, you know, we've been saying all summer long, we're going to stay patient with this guy. We trust Maury. He's not going to, you know, like we love to say, sell Ben for, you know, pennies on a dollar and trade him for, you know, a bag of peanuts. So, you know, it's just guys got to stay patient. And I think that more is going to, going to be continue to be diligent and do his job to the best of his ability. But obviously this two five situation is far from ideal. So I just gotta, gotta, gotta stay, uh, gotta stay, you know, confident in the team we have. And I think they're going to be able to mold together. And I think, I think they're going to end up getting closer they're going to end up bonding more because of this, this stupid crap that's going on with, with, with Simmons. And it's going to end up making, uh, you know, making the team chemistry a lot better than it would be. And, you know, we also brought this up before too, man. The fact that it's been a relatively normal, uh, you know, preseason training camp, that kind of thing compared to last season where COVID mm-hmm. was completely screwing everything up. Right. So I think, you know, you got to give Doc Rivers this year to really set his – you know, morals, the foundations of uh, what he wants to do as a coach into this roster. And I think it's going to end up working out better than, than you might think. I hope you're right, because right now I, I'm still iffy with the uh, bench, 
with the moving pieces. Um, I feel like I'm looking at the same players coming off the bench as I did last season. Although I do like Andre Drummond. I love that right. signing by Maury because uh, you continue to give uh, Embiid a legitimate backup mm-hmm. uh, center to give him a blow. And Drummond is a better foul shooter and won't get in foul trouble as much as Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's – and he's he's younger than Dwight Howard. So, you know, he's not going to give you those lazy fouls. Hopefully. We'll cross our fingers with that. Yeah, yeah. That was a nightmare last season, man, a little bit. It was. I mean, I liked it, but I didn't like it at yeah. times, you know. So, it's getting teed it is up what every it is. five seconds, you know. Yeah, and it was in bad situations, bad timing. Yeah. You know, right. when it was warranted, I backed him. When it wasn't warranted, it was like, you know, come on. <laughs> you know, as Doc as Doc said last season, a bunch of clowns out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we are in October, so let's hopefully we can avoid the clowns. But we still got one <laughs> on the roster. But uh, <laughs> um, we, as we uh, walk through the summer, Mike, and we, you know, we talked about things. Uh, Philly Full Court Press predicted that uh, Danny Green will resign with the Sixers for two years. Uh, there was national media, it was local media, it was insiders, it was fake insiders, it was fake nonsense. <laughs> That all said that 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 putting that Philly full court press put that out there that they were crazy. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what they were talking about. Um, Danny Green doesn't want to come back because of the fans and you know the backlash he caught when he did the podcast. That's right. But what happened, Mike? Hey man, he 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 ended up just kind of realizing. Look, this 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 city is something special. And, you know, he opened his mouth a little bit and got some, like you said, like a lot of backlash in the national media. And everyone tried to, you know, bag Philly fans for, you know, the negative reaction. But I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a perfect marriage. I think he's going to ball out the season and he's going to play with a little chip on his shoulder. You know, he's got something to prove uh, to the fans now. So I'm looking forward to it. Danny Green came back for, for two more years. Philly Full Court Press put that out. Um, Danny Green, I really think he was the the reason why the Sixers lost to the Hawks. <laughs> I do. I think if he if he stayed healthy, I think they get past the Hawks. And we're we're talking today at, differently than what we are about this team. Yeah. So I mean, you're not blaming him personally, but just the fact that he w- wasn't healthy. Right. I'm not blaming. No, my blame is not Whit Green. He got hurt. It happens. Yeah. And and the team did not step up. No, no. So, you know, that being said, I'd like to see Danny Green back. I wanted him back. And um, I'm glad he is back. Now, um, Drummond, Green, and Maury goes out and signs a, 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 a shooter in the, four, in the four spot in George Niang hmm from Denver uh clearly Denver was just stockpiled with players out there and uh he got a, he got a good one I think he uh Niang's a, a solid player Mike um you know he didn't average much in in Denver because uh he didn't get that much playing time but you know six points two boards an assist here and there you know six seven fifth year in the league starting 230 so he got nice size to him uh, he could give our guys a breather. That's what we need off the bench. We need guys that can come in, uh, knock down shots, and give our starters breathers. Uh, what's your personal feel about George Niang? Well, I remember him from his high-flying days at Iowa State. You know, he, when he was a cyclone, he was an absolute animal. He could, you know, take over games. 
obviously he's not that same type of player, doesn't have that same role, and won't obviously with the Sixers. But like you said, he's going to be a guy that comes off the bench. He's a big body, is athletic enough to, you know, kind of guard whoever he gets thrown at him. And I think, I think like, you know, Maury is doing his job there once again, just like kind of filling the pieces, you know, shoring up the defenses a little bit. And I think Niang will, will be a fan favorite. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, he, he's going to give us that grip because he was a monster in Iowa State. He was, man. It seemed oh. like every highlight that he came that came up was him flying through the air, blocking shots, hitting just off-the-bounce threes. And, um, you know, I liked his game too. So let's mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, he, he has a little more freedom here in Philly where he can um, open up a little bit. And yes. and then he's going to he's, – and Doc's going to give him that opportunity, which is going to be good. Uh, another guy that I want to see get – some opportunity this season is our our own drafted Paul Reed and Isaiah Joe, uh, both coming out their uh, rookie campaigns. I think they both had solid campaigns. Um, Paul Reed was the MVP of the uh, G League. Um, they took the the Blue Coats to the uh, G League championship. <laughs> That's uh, right. Fell short. Fell short, but that you know that was the first time we've been there as a, a organization. So that's good. Um, that shows growth right there. Uh, Paul Reed, uh, want to get that uh, opportunity. So, Mike, what are you looking from from Paul Reed right now? B ball, Paul, man, I, I I like him. I think he's you know kind of slept on. I think he'll he'll take the next step this uh, this season. And you know the the the, the D League the G League championship is definitely a, a nice touch. So, I mean... Yeah, watch that D-League, man. It's G-League, man. <laughs> Get on your game, uh, I right? know, I know, on? man. <laughs> I was, that was his little slip up there. But, um, and I was just, I was probably thinking about DePaul, too, because I remember uh, he was he was a beast at DePaul. Uh, obviously, they don't have the greatest program, but they're a Big East, and I'll, I'll, I'll ride or die with my Big East guys. So, I'm, uh, I'm definitely rooting for our guy, B-Ball Paul, and I think he's going to, he's definitely going to, you know, evolve his game a little bit this upcoming season. Yeah, uh, one thing I like about uh, Paul Reed, he's got he's got that grit. He's got a little dog mm-hmm. in him, and you oh, know yeah. me, I need some dog on this team. You know, we need some we need some fighters on this team. Uh, 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 what's this guy? The rookie they drafted, Jaden Springer, Mike, yeah. out of Tennessee. Uh, I th- I think he might be in a, a potential package deal. Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm about sixty forty. And that's not really good. Usually I'm about 80-20, Mike. If I'm yeah. 80-20, 90-10, then you can book it that he's going to be moved. Um, right now, I think he's – I'm like 60-40 with it, so I'm not too sure. But, um, you know, he's going to have an opportunity to play. Uh, these guys, uh, Maxi, Joe, uh, Joe's definitely going to need to be turned into a, a sharpshooter. Uh, Maz looks like he got a little bit bigger. Uh, a little bit, his his release is a little bit quicker. Uh, we know that we know Korkmaz, his his, his uh, abilities and his incapabilities. Yes, yes. So long as we can keep him in his ability to do what he does good, I have no issues with Korkmaz. I've been standing on the twenty four year old Korkmaz Hill since we had him. <laughs> That's repeat twenty four. This season he'll be twenty four, so he's still young. Mm-hmm. he's still young um but you know last but not least man 
you know, I, and we're not, I'm not even going to talk about the big man. I think the big man is going to be the MVP this year. I think he's going to turn his uh, season to another level and uh, definitely carry this team as far as they need to go, uh, which is as far as they, as far as they need to go. And that's past the second round. Uh, but the one person I, I am eyeing on is uh, Thibault. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm a big Thibault fan. And what I saw from him in the Olympics this past uh, uh, summer. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Man. And, and, and the growth that he, that, he would, it, that he showed with the Australians, or mm-hmm. the real Australians. <laughs> yes. The real Australians that we thought that, you know, he showed players in Australia what players are supposed to be coming out of Australia. Yeah, he's no fraud. Yeah, he 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 was no paper Australian. You know what I'm <laughs> oh man, that's great. Matisse nah. is definitely a guy I need. I need double digits from him every night, yeah, and he can do it. Up. He's got to step up, and yeah, I, I have confidence as well. Like you said, say, seeing what he did in in the Olympics was was phenomenal, and that was a major bright spot for the summer. Just watching him ball out the way he did just flying around and you know how good he is on the defensive end of the floor. So just, just watching him was, was definitely put a smile on my face and got me excited to, uh, to see him really, really fill that, uh, that void and what we're, uh, we're looking for, for, for him to, to come, come up big this season. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Maxie, the only, only criticism I still have with Maxie is he still got to slow down a little bit. <laughs> you know, he's got to let the game, he's got to see the game in slow motion. Yeah, I yeah. think I think the game is fast, and he's running fast with it. But if he, you know, players say once the game slows down for them and they get it, the the league is easy. And I think this league will be easy for uh, Maxi. And I think he can be that next button star. And I want him to be. I want him to take the bulls by the horn and run with it. You know, mm-hmm. I want I want him to run with it, and and he has the keys and the opportunity to do it. Um, I'm I'm still I can't believe Shake Milton is still here. Um, that would be one. <laughs> that'd be one question mark that I, I you know, Dude. like Maury, come on, man. Like, <laughs> and hopefully he's part of the package too, because I really can't deal with Shake. Like, Shake had more. Shake's had more, and like, those are, listen, I don't. Shake is like Corkmaz. You know his abilities and his incapabilities. It's just his incapabilities come up at the worst times. It definitely seems that way. Yeah. Jeez. You know, at the worst times. And he's had so many opportunities now with the Sixers, and he just – he's not that guy. He was that he's guy not- for, like, one playoff game, like one quarter of one playoff game, and that was that was about it. But, you know, yeah. I, and this is why I have – I'm not emotionally attached to this team right now. Ah, here it is. Mike, you, did you see it? Did you see it on social media? Yeah, man. About, it's about uh, the thing's probably over three hundred thousand people have seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's popping off. Yeah, it's had it has it has comments after comments. It has <laughs> close to a thousand likes already. Uh, a couple retweets, hashtags. You know what they do. Yes, sir. And this is why I'm not emotionally attached to this team because I'm looking at this team and I'm saying you dropped the ball last season. I'm still hung over from last season. Yep. I am. I'm still hung over from it. And it's it's going to be really tough for me to get emotionally involved with this team right now, the way it's constructed. 
I got I got to see those things that we just talked about. I got to see them come to fruition a little bit. I got to see some growth, and I got to see what they look like the first ten games. I can't make no judgment. I can't, I really can't. My I, I last season I was all in. I was on board with it. And, you were. You were. That's true. And and I got crushed. Yeah, like, they, but, they they stab you in the back a little bit. I get that, but so but they did not, everybody, Mike. They did they stab <laughs> every every fan in the back that feels like that. I just yeah. it, you know my passion and my beliefs and is runs deeper than the average fan. Facts, facts. So I don't jump. I don't go out here and and try to give BS content or or if I see a story on the internet that could be true, I, I, you know, Mike, let's record, call Philly full court press. Let's yeah. get in the studio. Yeah. You know, R- rile everybody up. Come on. Yeah, let's let's talk about it. Uh, we want to be the first one to get it. Man, bump that. Yeah. Man, listen, I got no time for that. I got no, no time for that. And, and, you know, you want to get real contact. You want to be creative, but don't just give me recycled information in your in your spin or your terms or what you believe might happen, because I don't want to hear that. I want to know what the hell's happening, how's it going down, and is it going to make the Sixers better? Period. Yeah, I loved you using the uh, the recycle emoji <laughs> in uh, some of your <laughs> tweets. That that was mad funny. That that that, that cracked me up. I, I mean, it is. I mean, even these the national media guys, shams. Like we'll, we'll talk about that. It's yeah. recycled information. He said, quote, Ben Simmons has put his house up for sale in Philadelphia. Bro, his house has been up for sale all summer. Yeah, right. You know, and you're only saying that now because they they released his house on uh, Realtor.com mm-hmm. from the Philadelphia market. Ben Simmons had two homes. He had one in Jersey and one in Philadelphia. How the hell do you think he packed up all them Lamborghinis and, and whatnot uh, over the summer? He didn't do that from Philly because they didn't got no parking lots. <laughs> they don't have any. They didn't have any trees or woods behind it in in the city. Yeah, he had, no he had two. He had two places. His house in, in Morristown has been up for sale for a while. Right. He just finally put up his house in in as a condo in Philadelphia, which is a beautiful condo. It, it, you know, prime real estate, but. He's doing that thinking he's going to get moved, and they're not moving this kid. They're not moving him until the deal's right. A, a, a local uh, radio personnel guy said, why hasn't the Sixers made the Pacers deal yet? And I replied to him, because Daryl Morey don't listen to radio personnel like yourself. <laughs> it's just facts, man. You don't do bad deals. It's not about doing a deal to do a deal. It's about improving the team, making this team better, and keeping it as a contender while Joel Embiid is in his prime to potentially win a championship. Does that make sense? 100%, man. It's just like the fact that people just want to, like, jump on any deal that they could possibly they possibly see in the, in the Twitter sphere or on, you know, the get-up or on, you know, first take – it's just people just are now, I feel like, just so impatient. And it's like the opposite of what Maury has been. And they're just like, oh, uh, Levert and Brogdon, sure, I'll take that as long as Ben gets out of, of the city. But it's like that's, not, like that's not how you build a championship roster from what you have in front of you. And, and we have Simmons. 
and he's he's a talented player. He's a one of a kind player, and he obviously is a jump shot away from being you know elite next level type. But he still is worth I think more than Brogdon and Levert, man. That's 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 the bottom line. Those two guys don't move me at all. Right. I mean, I could be talked into it, but right now that doesn't move me. Yeah, not right now. I mean, maybe two, maybe two, down the line, but two, I I feel two five is better than those two. Yes. Even with the missed dunk and the bad foul shooting, two five still brings more to the table than Brogdon and Levert, and that's just me personally. My divorce papers are in. I'm tired of Ben. Ben's got to go. <laughs> but I'm but. not giving. I'm not selling this kid pennies on the dollar just to appease people's expectations of getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop it. Now, get some, now get them you, help. <laughs> now, if um, you um, take your, your, your package and you get some draft capital, and then you could take that and create another package to go get uh, a superstar. I want a superstar next to Joe. Then, okay, I, I, I'll be all for it. You know, because Embiid made a comment. You know, he talked about the fans needing to do better, right? And then he didn't jump on that. And later on this, uh, in this episode, you know, we speak with uh, 10 Minutes with the Cuz, uh, Anthony Gargano, who spoke with Embiid and Tobias Harris and Daryl Morey. And, uh, you know, I asked him a couple questions about it. Um, Embiid followed up on that with, uh, with the Cuz. And he said, when I said the, team, the, the fans got to do better is, and I never looked at it this way. I, he said, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, you got to do better in sometimes holding, holding back just a little bit because I may, I may be out here trying to recruit a player to come into Philly, but if they're looking at the fans and the way they react so, you know, poorly over one situation, that's going to be tough for me to recruit to bring other players in here. Most definitely. And, you know, maybe that's what Danny Green was trying to get out, but they just didn't get to it as well. Yeah, I mean, maybe, uh, you know. We shall see, man. We shall yeah, see. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the name of the game, unfortunately. But, um, hey, hey, Mike, um, like I said, coming up uh, later on the show, you know, we got a great show. We're going to talk to my man Karate Mark, local guys doing some big things. Uh, we're going to talk with Anthony Gargano from 97.5 The Fanatic, uh, talk about his interview with uh, Daryl Morey. And, uh, you know, we're going to get into the season a little bit, Mike, because we're here. You yes, know? sir. Oh, yeah. We're here. And, and we're back. So, uh, yo, listen, grab your drinks, family. You know, stay with us. This is Philly Full Court Press. I'm your host, Big T. Will. That's my man, Michael Connell. We'll be back after these quick commercial breaks. We were born in a city that took on an empire and won. A city that goes its own way, then goes all in. We find our own way to win. We lift the game higher. We find beauty in blocks. Our history is making history. And just as we did then, we wanted more. 
We abandon the rule book of basketball. We blend science with sweat. We drown opponents in decibels because Philly doesn't follow convention. We lose more sweat, more sleep, more hours, more sanity. But we don't lose, we get hungry. Every fight has an underdog, and they can't stop 20,478 of us. Because on this team, in this city, revolution is our name. Get exclusive player photos, team videos, and more with the official Sixers mobile app. Download the app for free at Sixers.com slash app. If you want to make something that truly reflects the city of Philadelphia, it better be great. It better stand the test of time. You better expect the work if you want the results. That's just how the city was built. And that's just how we're made. You see, here, greatness requires a push and a pull. A challenge, a goal, a chase, a pursuit. But when you get there, by day or night, you'll turn the curve into as great a city as you'll find anywhere. Where the stars light up the night, reflecting icons. Rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. Reflecting greatness. Iverson has Jordan. Reflecting the spirit of competition that has fueled us from the start. Built for the city. Built for the night battle. All right, everybody, welcome back to another, full, uh, another edition of Philly Full Court Press. I'm your host, Vic T. Will, my man, Michael Connell. Told you we had a jam-packed show today. Uh, so I'm going to bring on my man, Karate Mark, uh, local guy. That's what his name is. Uh, you can find him on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. My man, uh, KM, he does a lot of big things in the city. Uh, he has his boy, Tony, on with him. And, uh, you know, I told him I'll give him the platform real quick because he's a huge Sixers fan, number one. And I got to congratulate him for becoming a season ticket rookie uh, season holder. So uh, I definitely will be seeing him down at the center, Mike. And, um, you know, KM reached out to me and asked me, he's like, yo, T-Will, man, I got this great event going on. And um, I want to, uh, you know, come on the show and talk about it. And you know me, Mike, I love to talk. So <laughs> <laughs> got that right, man. Got that right. Yeah, man. So, um, 
you know, I want to introduce uh, Tony and uh, Mark. So what's going on, fellas? What hey, up? What's going on? Not much, not much. So uh, let's let's start with Tony. Tony, tell the people about this project that you're doing and uh, what's happening. Sure, sure. My name is Tony, Tony Benson, a CEO of a, a nonprofit called Protecting Our Parks, uh, where our mission is to make parks, playgrounds, and recreation centers inclusive for individuals with special needs and autism. Uh, we were asked to partner with the YMCA in revitalizing their basketball court. The YMCA, uh, it was uh, where? Northeast, Northeast, I'm Northeast. sorry. Northeast on Knights Road, 11088 uh, Knights Road. Um, and we obliged, we agreed. Um, we helped fix the Frank McArdle Park off of Welsh Road, right next to Pollock. Um, and once they saw we were able to do that, they asked us to help. And I asked my good friend, Karate Mark, uh, to assist uh, AmeriKick. And they jumped on, man, and it became really, really big. Uh, we were able to raise funds to make this happen. Uh, we were able to get Franklin um, to join us. Uh, we were able to get E-Rock to join us uh, and a few others uh, to jump on board to make this happen for the community and for the kids. Also, the 8th District and the uh, police force. And, you know, Karate Mark, you can, you can come on in and help me with this. Oh, man, that's big time. Now, now for, for my national listeners, you know, we talk a little something local right now. So we got a little Philly Flay right now, you know what I mean? <laughs> so when he says people like E-Rock, he's talking about my man Eric. Uh, you guys can find him on Twitter and Instagram, but uh, you know he does things in the uh, in the area as well. So when we say mm -hmm. these little nicknames and stuff, you know us local guys know who we talk about. But the national guys, you know, just enjoy this one right now, you know, because we're giving back to the community. So you, uh, Tony, you asked Mark to jump in, and uh, you know Mark never says no to anything like this because he's always <laughs> he's always got his hand into something positive, which I love about him. That's right. Um, two kinds. Two kinds. My man. So, Mark, tell me a little bit more on how uh, this came about when uh, Tony reached out to you. Well, let me address your national listeners first. Uh, a lot of this might not entail to you in your neighborhood, so let it inspire you in your neighborhood. So right. what, what we're doing here is nothing more than, than just two cats and their wives that live in the neighborhood and want to make it a clean, safe place to hang out. There's a lot of things, a lot of underlines in this event that we're hosting here. Um, Tony hit it right on the head, just bringing awareness to the YMCA, um, especially giving a safe, comfortable place, children with autism, getting them to feel comfortable and fitting in. There's a lot more to this. There's, there's the issue of police and the community, the, the, the wall that's between the police and the community. So mm. we're literally having the police and the community playing games together that day. There's going to be basketball games all day long. The Philly Ballers, they're a local sports team. They mm -hmm. are compiled of Philadelphia police, fire, first responders, and they're a semi-professional basketball team. They jumped on board. They're going to be playing against a group of 7th and 8th grade girls. They're going to be playing against a group of special needs teenagers they're going to be playing against a group of semi-professional women, a team called Women's Hoops Matter. And one of the major, major underlines in this entire event is to get the community, particularly the community and the police, to just boogie and have a good time together and realize that the other side ain't that bad. 
you know? Why should you and your family show up? Well, you and your family need to show up because we got the best damn taco truck in town, the most sought out <laughs> food truck. Currently in Philadelphia, the most sought out food truck, Burrito Feliz. Don't take my word for it. Just go to their Instagram. Guess Family what? Take, to- take my word for it. It's legit. <laughs> so I'm going to tell my man Chip out in Cali, who's always talking about his taco trucks out there. I mean, we got something for you on the East Coast, bro. We got something I for you. I haven't had it yet. I am looking forward. Like, my, my whole day is blocked off for this taco truck. I'm going to be very busy right that, that day, but <laughs> them taco trucks may take, might take precedence. We got um, a cat named Angel. Angel's got three haircut spots out here called Hair Wizards. Angel's shutting down his shop and setting up a free chair for any kid in a neighborhood that wants a haircut. We, we Mike, got man, Franklin. Mike, Mike, hold on, hold on. Mike, hit that applause button, man, because everything I'm, I'm hearing right now is just love. I mean, that is just so love right now. And this is, what, this is what's needed to, uh, to build bridges, as we say. Build bridges and build back. This is what we talk <laughs> about. You, you start locally first. We ain't worrying about that national BS. We, we talk about what's in our backyard, what's in our hood. That's so, right. you know, did, I mean, what y'all two doing right now, man, is, is unbelievable. So go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry, man. I had to throw that in. Oh, there. good. I, I appreciate the love. I, I, Tony and I, we appreciate the love. Seriously. That's um, why else should you and your family go there? Because when's the last time that you and your kid got to walk directly up to Franklin, say what's up, shake hands, rub his belly, get a picture? Next Saturday, October 16th, you could just walk straight up to Franklin between 12 and 1. You can just walk up, scratch them behind the ear, get a picture. It's that easy. <laughs> if there's families in the neighborhood that are looking for a safe, affordable place for their children to go, when people think of a YMCA, unfortunately, you think of an older clientele first. This mm-hmm. YMCA has a pool, a wet playground, a full court basketball court, which protecting our parks just completely renovated under four weeks the blacktop redone new lines for the basketball court redone new poles new backboards redone like all this was done in about four weeks Tate. and tony has just broke his back to make this happen how did i get involved how could i not we live right around the corner from each other and this is just such an easy project and now it's nothing for the families get out of the house next week 12 o'clock to three o'clock and just go enjoy a free party. How could, how am I not on board? How, how can I not be on board with this? Isn't he great? Isn't he great? Come on. And he's going to, and he's going to break bricks with uh, that set on fire at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> do backflips off of the top rope. No, but they're going to do a performance <laughs> in the middle of halftime. Americic. Um, we're going to have a special needs team out there that's going to play as well. Um, again, like you said, an all-female league. And also, the day is dedicated in honor of Barbara and Charles Kahn. Now, they were the biggest investors of the YMCA and some of the biggest investors in Philly history as far as uh, politics and in the community. So this is going to be a bunch of giving back giving back to the community. And also, how often do we hear about Northeast having something that's lit, you know, in our city? Northeast is time. It's time for us to put Northeast on the map. This is going to be the biggest event possibly in Northeast history. 
and it starts here and it's not going to be the last time so we got to make it happen we got to make it great so come out and enjoy that day with us we're giving back let's go yeah right i was gonna say man it seems like you just you guys are just getting started with this this is gonna have to start occurring a lot more often and people gotta gonna keep hopping on board so you guys are gonna catch fire and i feel like this is a special thing you guys got and it's a pleasure to uh, to give you guys a little little boost, a little uh, you know exposure here. And uh, I'm I'm so I'm so excited, man. I I might try to even come down to Philly from Jersey and make it happen, man. Oh, please do. That would be awesome. You already took the words out of my mouth. That's where I was going next. I'm expecting <laughs> to see you two next week. Yeah. T Will, Mike, I'm expecting to see you guys next week. All right, yes, sir. I'm gonna try to make it That'd down there for awesome. sure. That would be awesome, man. That would be a pleasure. Please do. Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, you know, we'll put out the address and everything. I'll I'll make sure it's in the uh, the the episode description, and we got all that hooked up for you guys to you know make sure everyone can get there as much as you know as much exposure as possible. Make sure people know the directions. But hey, uh, man, hey real quick, uh, hey Tony, do do me a yeah. favor. Uh, sure. Give 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 the people the uh, the time, date, and location one more time before we sign off, and also sure. give. Uh, your handles where they can find you on social media. Absolutely. So it's going to be at the Northeast YMCA on Nice Road, 11088 Nice Road at the Northeast YMCA. It's going to be starting at 12 p.m. But I would say get there around 1130, okay, because Franklin starts at 12, and I'm going to tell you, the kids heard about it, and they're trying to be there early. So try to get there around 1130. And it's going to go to about 2, 3 p.m. Um, okay. Is there a rain date or no? The rain date is the 23rd. Okay. It right. will not rain. rain. It will not rain. It will <laughs> not rain. Yeah, weather, weather forecast looks good. Yes, it does. I'm telling you, 80% of the volunteers and vendors cannot make the rain date. Yeah. Mark, I'm so looking at really. the I'm looking at the uh, <laughs> schedule right now for uh, predicting the weather, and so far so good. You're looking in the clear. Next week's gonna be a I've, lot better than this weekend. I've yeah. never sweat something so much in my life. I've never sweat. I T, you know me, Tony, you yeah. know me. I yeah, don't yeah. You don't get thing. too hype about stuff like this. Ever. This right here is gonna be it, guys. This is gonna be so amazing. So many great people coming together. People are coming from Jersey. We're gonna have one of the top realtors, Jill Freeland. She sold some of the top real estate in the country. She's going to be there. We're going to have some of the top politicians that are going to be there. Um, we're still going to keep that under wraps, but they're definitely clearing their schedules to be there. Uh, the former Human Relations Commissioner, Marshall Freeman, is going to be there. I mean, we're going to have – I mean, it's, it's just going to be a great time. And, awesome. And uh, please come through. Please. Awesome, oh, man. the handle. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me your handle. Uh, for Instagram, protecting our – O-U-R, Parks, with an S at the end, I-N-C, uh, Protecting Our Parks, I-N-C, on Instagram, and Protecting Parks on Twitter. That's the best way to catch me. Mark. You can find me easily on Facebook at Mark Gallagher Americic, A-M-E-R-I-K-I-C-K. Or you can uh, look up at Karate Mark 215 on Twitter. Awesome, awesome. Listen, brother, uh, thank you, uh, Tony, for bringing us uh, all that information and getting my guy Mark in. Mark, 
Thank you so much for reaching out to me to uh, say you want to put this on. I, I, I'm truly blessed and I feel refreshed and rejuvenated that uh, we finally get in something positive in the city because they say Northeast Philly, you know, can't stop, won't stop. Rockefeller records. Get down, baby. Get down. Get down. So, they going to get down, all right? So, I need uh, everybody who's listening to this in the city, in the area, if you can make it out to the event, make it out to the event. It's something positive. We need more positivity uh, in this world right now. And we're going to start more positive. We're going to give more positive outlooks in our community. And, uh, you know, fellas, I appreciate what you're doing. Yo, that's my man, Mike O'Connell. I'm Big T. Will. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And then coming up after this, we're going to jump in with uh, Anthony Gargano from 97.5 The Fanatic and talk a little hoops and uh, talk about this little 2-5 situation that's still hanging out there. Hey, family, grab your drinks. We'll be right back. Hey, Vito's. Hey, yo. What you say? My favorite basketball player as a kid was Michael Jordan. Uh, just his competitive nature. You know, he was the best, so that, that for me was uh, who I always watched. Growing up, my favorite basketball player outside of my dad would probably be um, Muggsy Bogues. Uh, just his whole story and him beating the odds and obviously knowing him, playing on the same team as my dad was was cool to be around him every day. So my favorite basketball player for you know as long as I knew was my dad because you know he he was you know he was the one who was teaching me everything, and then NBA wise was Dwayne Wade. Uh, I just liked the way how hard he played. Um, you know, he competed every single night offensively and defensively. Well, Sean Kim, just based off a uh, similar skill set, the way he plays, I kind of played the same way throughout high school, college, and earlier in my career. Shaq, just how dominant he was, he was very, very fun to watch. I took a lot of his game and impl implemented it into my game. That Michael Jordan was just somebody I idolized as a little kid. He was my mom's favorite basketball player, so he's somebody I grew up watching. Like Kobe, Michael Jordan, and KD, because KD was also like a skinny guy, you know, he was not too strong, but in the same time, he was like super good. Uh, I think when I was younger, I was like kind of feeling myself like him. Michael Jordan, Steve Nash, Kevin Durant. Like, because I, I, every kid was a bass, I was a Michael Jordan fan. And then I was born in Arizona. And then when I was like middle school through high school, I was in Seattle. So, like, I, I feel like I just followed the best player of every city I lived in. Get exclusive player photos, team videos, and more with the official Sixers mobile app. Download the app for free at sixers.com slash app.
All right, everybody, welcome back. As we said earlier in the show, we had a special guest, a, uh, a writer, a screensman, a Philadelphia's man. You know him as the Cuz, Sports Talk Radio, 97.5 The Fanatic, Monday through Friday, 10 to 2 with the Tunis. My man, Mr. Anthony L. Gargano, and I can actually add to that as a movie character now. What's up, Ant? What's up, baby? My you man, know, T. Will. Yo, my man, Cuz, man, what's happening with you? You know, I mean, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for a little Sixers regular season. You know, this way, I, I love it with T. Will. I love listening to your podcast. Oh, man, I greatly appreciate that, man. Listen, um, I'm going to jump right into it because I don't want to waste too much time. And, um, last week or week before last, uh, during uh, media, the media session down at the uh, practice center, uh, first day, you sat down with Daryl Morey, Embiid, uh, Harris, um, I listened to the interviews. Uh, amazing job, as always. But I, w- I want to get some real content, because you gave some real content that day. And, you know, a lot of things were left open. You asked Maury, you're not going to sell this kid pennies on the dollar. And he gave you an answer, but you were there to see his body language, and you talked to him off air. What was going on with that conversation and his body language when you asked him about uh, two five? I, I was sold that he he's not going to just trade him for a package to alleviate the headache. You know, sometimes you look at you know these GMs and they'll go, yeah, I just don't want to deal with the headache. The owner gets embarrassed. It's like just trade him. And I, I get the sense that they're not going to do that that Maury knows how valuable that slot is. Remember, that slot is the third slot with, you know, Joe and Tobias when it comes to a big three type, right? So, you know, you, you got to be real careful in how you move that deal, how you move the money, right, the whole thing. And, and I get the sense that Maury, look, Maury wants to win. but He wants to win like us because that's – the only thing lacking on his resume. And in fact, I believe he's going to hold out no matter what it takes, even when it gets ugly. Like, it's easy now. But once the season starts uh, and, you know, you got to resist the temptation to get rid of the headache. The other thing, too, is I think what helps the Sixers is I think the NBA, from what I gather, the NBA wants no part, no part, of a, a guy holding out with four years left on their deal. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's getting messy, and the only person I blame is Rich Paul and Clutch Sports. Because let's be honest, we don't know if Ben is actually saying these things, if he's getting fed bad information and just going with Clutch Sports is putting out there. Uh, so it, the fact that we are at this stage and back in July – I said that he would still be on this roster because of the money and the contract, and you just can't move someone like Ben Simmons like that. It, right. it's, pretty, it's pretty astonishing. I mean, let, let's walk down the reports, and you had people come on the uh, station. We've seen people on TV, people in national media, all said this kid would be going by camp. Well, camp's done. He would be going by preseason. Preseason's done. We're on the we're on the on the cuffs of starting the season in a week or so. He's still on the roster, ain't? 
been yeah, I, I think you were right, man. I, I dude, I, I thought you were right. I didn't first of all, you need a you need a pairing, right? right. Who, who are you gonna pair who are you gonna pair? So who's the match? Lillard's not a match because A, it's not like he's pining to get out of Portland, and B they haven't played a game yet. It's one thing, think about it. It's one thing if you know, Portland starts with the season two and fifteen, right? Something ridiculous like that. But they still gotta happening. go. Right. I mean, you gotta Portland has to be willing to Dame has to be willing to leave and Portland has to be willing to move him. I mean, that's basically what we're talking about. And that's where we're at. We need Portland to have a a, a sh- uh, start to the season. That's basically where it's at because that's the only person that you can make the money work and get the caliber player back in return. But, you know, there is some fire with this uh, Pacers package that they put out, and Maury doesn't talk about packages. He talks about players and players to win. Now, could you talk yourself into this uh, Karis LeVert, uh, Brogdon picks for Ben? Uh, me, personally, I need Sabonis with that. Well, I can't see them getting rid of Sabonis. I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't know why you would move Sabonis. If you're Indiana, you know, I think Ben actually fits with Sabonis. Right, because like he can actually get in the ball, he stretch Sabonis stretches it for you. So I think I would not want to get rid of Sabonis if I'm Indiana. I I'll be honest with you, I can talk myself into it. I like Karis Levert. I like Brogdon. Now I may be overrating those guys, but I look at Brogdon. I think Brogdon's a good point guard. He plays defense. I think he score a little bit. I think Levert is a good ball player. He plays both ends of the floor. He can shoot it. I mean, if I if I think about it, both those guys now again, they got to stay healthy. That's been the, their bugaboo, right, throughout their both their careers. But if I if I'm actually thinking of being honest, looking at it, those two together are better than Ben, right? You're talking to a Ben supporter, ain't you? Know that. I love Ben too. But, I don't know, you know, man. I just don't know with that package. I I'm not feeling it. I really, I'm really not. I just don't. I think that it just something about that doesn't make sense to me. Really? Yeah. Don't, and, right, let's look at talk it through. What don't you like about? I don't know. What don't you like about Brogdon? I, I don't. I think Brogdon's overrated on ball handling. Oh, he's a legit point guard, though. <laughs> On He's a not? bad team. On a bad team. Remember, uh, I mean, Pacers aren't that great. They don't really have anyone ball handling outside T.J. Warren. Well, it, but Milwaukee was was good, and he was the third fiddle. He didn't handle the ball in Milwaukee. Milwaukee always had a point guard running with him and uh, uh, Middleton and Giannis. Not really. I mean, Drew Holiday came later. Came after Brogdon. But prior to Brogdon, they they had you gotta let me think here. But they had a point guard when Brogdon when they first got Brogdon, got Brogdon. Brogdon was the point guard. He came off the bench. Brogdon came off I, the I bench. Mean, dude, I'm telling you, I don't have any moms at all about. <laughs> no, I just point don't. Guard. I, I, just I mean, don't, if you don't, I don't like him, I get like you know he don't wow you. But now, I, and, I, don't and know, Levert, I don't know what to what to like. Yeah, what, what about Levert? Levert. <sighs> He, you know what he reminds me of? Like, Levert is a guy that you would take on your team because he has a little bit of dog in him. And this team is missing that. But I don't, I don't see Karis Levert as 
I see him as a Sixer killer. So every time he played against the Sixers, he killed the Sixers, which made him look good. Nah, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think he's a good ball player. I don't think he's Roy Henson. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I don't know if I can be talked into it as the season goes on. Maybe, who knows? But at this point right now, I – I think I, would, I, I, I must overrate Brogdon because I think he handles a ball. I think he runs the point. I think he can shoot it. He, he's a good oh, he defender. Yeah, he can shoot. I don't know. He can play defense. He's not bad defensively, but – Can he play you know, a pick and roll? Can he do the pick and roll with uh, Embiid? Why not? Embiid said they're going to run more pick and roll this year with Maxi, and he's looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, I think you can run up with Levert, too. Levert's a good – who's a better shooter, Levert or uh, Green right now? Well, I would have if – my if I did that deal, it would be Brogdon, Levert in my backcourt. I would start green. Right. And then and then I would bring Curry, Maxi, Tease off the bench. And then I would have Drummond and Yang. I mean, that's a pretty deep team. That's not bad. And Corkmonts. I mean, you got I mean, it's not it's a pretty deep squad. Like I said, I can be talked into it just right at this moment, present time. I'm not really feeling it. I'm not I mean, listen, I, I gotta have Dame. I mean, I'm not gonna front. I mean, again, I gotta have Dame. <laughs> You know, like I'm always, always giving the the great player. I mean, Dame and, and Joe are going to be phenomenal, right? Like those two together mm-hmm. are phenomenal. It question for you: Sixers start off uh, seven and two out of their first because Mike and I looked at this uh, schedule. They start off seven and two, six and three out of the first nine coming in in their tenth game. They got Portland coming in here November first. Um, do you see Ben coming back to the team by the tenth game? Coming back to the team? No. So you think he'll just be continue to be getting fined and just staying away? Because he's got to yeah, report he, at some point. Because his his fines are uh, dude. dude. Did you see the number on those right now? He's not coming. I know, but he's not coming back to the team. He's not coming back to the team. How do you avoid? How do you avoid those fines then? You know, you know, I mean, there's no way in the world does he come back to the team and show his face. He's a coward. Yeah, we know that. There's no way. Well, then he's not coming back. That's all. I heard some info, though, that uh, that uh, Clutch Sports was trying to talk him into uh, going back so he wouldn't get fined anymore. Yeah, well, guess what? He ain't doing that. He don't have the balls to go back. No. I, I agree with you. No, well, I, I, okay, say what you want. He ain't coming back. I, I don't believe, there's no way. Not just to get changes his character. He ain't coming back. All right, my brother, I love you, man. Listen, you're you're the man. I love ten minute with I the cuz. I love you. I love you, man. I would Listen. I would be here all day if I didn't have a game. I I got to jump out right now. I love you, brother. We'll do it again next week or whenever you want. All right, you got it. We'll talk soon. Hey, man, that was ten quick 10 minutes with the cuz on Philly Good Football man. Press. I'm your host, Big T. Will. That's my man, Michael Connell. We'll be back after these quick commercial breaks. We were born in a city that took on an empire and won. A city that goes its own way, then goes all in. We 
We find our own way to win. We lift the game higher. We find beauty in blocks. Our history is making history. And just as we did then, we wanted more. We abandoned the rule book of basketball. We blend science with sweat. We drown opponents in decibels because Philly doesn't follow convention. We lose more sweat, more sleep, more hours, more sanity. But we don't lose, we get hungry. Every fight has an underdog and they can't stop 20,478 of us. Because on this team, in this city, revolution is our name. Well, the good thing is, I think just a lot of what's happened over the last 20 years is we can measure defense better. Not a lot of that data is public, uh, but Ben is always been a super impactful player. Uh, he's very deserving, obviously, making first team. Last year, I think he's taken a step forward. You know, what he did to, uh, you know, my former colleague James the other night was, was very impressive. Um, he just gives Doc a, a weapon uh, to basically stop the spear of the other team's offense. Uh, and then in the off chance that anybody gets beat, you know, you got Joel back there cleaning it all up. So defensively is a monster and then offensively, uh, he really keys uh, so much of our offense uh, in terms of his ability in transition or the half court to get our guys open shots, especially from the three-point line. You know, leading the league and, and made threes off his passes is something that James used to do all the time, but now, uh, now Ben's taking over. If basketball didn't work out, I would more than likely be an actor, anything in front of a camera. Uh, I'm very good in front of it. I love being on TV. I don't know. Uh, I think I'll be an actor, an actor for sure, because uh, I think I'm gonna try to do it in a, after my basketball career. And uh, I just like having fun, I like, you know, showing different personalities. I was talking about this with somebody else earlier, and I said that I'd probably just use photography or video stuff as an excuse to just travel the world and live in different places. Uh, basketball didn't work out. My profession, I'm probably a, uh, a lawyer. Um, um, I think it's something that interests me. And a lot of close, some of my best friends are lawyers, so I think I could, I could do it. I will say I would like to be an actor. Um, I think I'd be an underwear boxer. Wait, 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 I said that wrong. Underwear model. If not that, then I'd probably be like an investment banker. If basketball didn't work out, I, I couldn't even tell you what I'd do. I don't even know. All right, everybody, welcome back. That was quick 10 minutes with the cuz, you know. And, and you know, me and Ant always, always have a good time. We always, you know, I love talking hoops with that guy. And uh, it's good that we, we always we disagree because that just shows the love of the sport that we have. Like, we both have the same ultimate mentality, and that's for the Sixers to win a championship, obviously. Right, Mike? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, looking at this, I couldn't think talking to him who uh, was running the, the guard position 
when uh, Brogdon was there as a rookie in his second season. I know his second season was hurt. Uh, he was hurt a lot, actually, in Milwaukee. Uh, but I know his rookie season, he didn't he didn't handle the ball. Uh, it came to me, uh, Jason Terry was there and a couple other players. Mike, who was there running the, the one and two and the yeah. three? Because I know Middleton was there yeah. with Giannis. Yeah, we had uh, Eric Bledsoe was there, man. We had Matthew Delvadova. So I mean, it was it was certainly a crowded backcourt. It wasn't like Brodden had all that you know responsibility on his shoulders as the primary ball handler. Yeah, there it was, Delvadova. Yeah, that was another one. I couldn't, I, you know, when you get in those conversations like that and you're locked in on one situation, you kind of, you know, you get that those brain farts, and that's what I definitely had. But yeah, <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> that was uh, definitely it. But um. You know, we're, we're, like Cus said, we're going to bring him back next week, and then we're going to talk about this because this 2-5 situation is going to, you know, it's going to play itself out. You know, I, I I said I believe that he'll be back with the team before the start of the season. Um, Cus didn't think so, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see how everything plays out. Um, Mike, let's do uh, – before we go into our final thoughts and wrap up everything, you know, I want to uh, shout out uh, Tony and Mark uh, for coming on. and. Uh, blessing us with their their uh project and uh i hope everyone gets out there and uh you know sees them and uh gets to meet franklin out there we will be uh putting it out on social media mike's gonna put it up on um our um instagram and uh i'll be putting it on uh twitter and and you know the facebook's and all that good stuff so we'll definitely get on that but um mike man we always do something called q a man but this time, I might want to switch it up a little bit. You know, I put the question out there, and, you know, I wanted to hear the responses. So, Mike, this is a part of the show that I like, that you like. We call Q&A, where people have the questions. I may have the answers. And if I don't get, if I don't have the answers, then I, I give you the best to my ability what the real content answer should be. But, uh... Hey, Mike, man, so we only got one question, so I'm going to leave it to you. Hit it. Yes, sir. Big T-Will, you asked question for Sixers fans. Please be honest. How would you feel if Ben Simmons returned to the Sixers in a few weeks? And let me tell you something, man. We had a lot of responses. I'm going to see if I can get to a few of the best. Mike, real quick, when did I put that out? This was back on... September 29th at about 8.27 a.m. You put this out here, T-Will. So this was a couple weeks ago already. This is from Michelle Palafico from Mini Michi 13. She said, at this point, having been in the locker room is toxic. Stay out there in Cali with your girl, pay the fines, and wait for a trade. This is coming from the biggest Ben Simmons fan ever. I am so disappointed. Mmm. Keep them coming, Mike. What else you got? This is from the Pepsi fan account at Vidal Sports. He says, just go in and play or be a healthy scratch, just as long as he doesn't disrupt the team anymore. If he is quiet, then I'm fine. If he is making a scene, then he can stay at home until he's traded. <laughs> Keep them coming, Mike. And this is from... Our guy, Scott Robeck, Scotty, L-E-R-424. I would love for all this to be a charade to give himself an excuse to ball out and shut everyone up. 
But hey, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. <laughs> like, read me two more. <laughs> this is from Jason041880. He says, not good. We clearly aren't winning with him. It's a fact at this point. His comments and actions, disgraceful. And he's not the player we needed and expected him to be at this point. Only in his own sick mind is he a superstar. Head case, in my opinion. Mm, vicious, Mike, vicious. All right, read me one more, and we'll take it to our final thoughts. This is from Plasticono. He says, you have to accept him and get behind him. That's the best case scenario. Driving him out ruins our chances. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Mike, you said we had a whole lot of them, so we're going to save some for next episode, too. Same question, because I, I think it was over 600, 700 responses on that, Mike. Oh, my God. It was a ton of them, bro. Yeah, so, you know, we're going to try to get to as many as possible. But, uh, Mike, final thoughts real quick before we wrap up. Look, I'm just uh, I'm just gonna say that this situation really cannot get more volatile, cannot get more interesting. To keep our finger on the pulse, we gotta make sure that we stay composed, stay focused on the goal at hand, and that is to have the best situation possible moving forward when it comes to the playoffs. This might be a bit of a messy regular season with this whole charade going on with with number two five. But I really do think that when it comes down to crunch time, when it comes to the playoffs, Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid, I think this team is going to surprise a lot of people when it comes to making that chase for a ring, man. That's my final thoughts. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm still not emotionally attached to them this season. Uh, I've stepped back. Going into the season, Mike, I'm looking at a couple things, man. If Ben Simmons comes back and you know, goes back to the Sixers, and he wants to be traded, and rightfully so. Like I said, divorce papers are in already. He's got to do a couple things on his end, all right? Uh, you know the fans are going to give it to him. So he's just going to have to sit back and own it. That's number one. Number two, you're going to have to come out on the court, and I've said this before on the show, Mike, he's going to have to shoot the rock, shoot some J's, shoot some threes, and make consistent foul shots. you got to prove to the NBA and NBA GMs that, you could be consistent from the foul line and that you can take uh, jumpers. You know, that's what's lacking in your game right now, and that's what the NBA wants to see, and that's what the, today's NBA is. So if you can't do that, then what good are you to uh, other other teams right now? Because clearly you're, you're still here with the 76ers for now. So that means your, your trade value is not where you think it is. Um, but you can fix that. You can definitely fix that. You control that by coming in and being a good soldier and not being disrupted like you've been in the offseason. Do what you got to do. And then by Thanksgiving, you know, Christmas, you know, you might get your wish. We shall see. But, hey, man, listen, I'm your host, Big T. Wool. That's my man, Mike O'Connell. This is Philly Full Court Press. And, uh, you know, we're back. We're back. And, and there's not much more I can say, Mike. So we will leave it at that. Yo, everybody, we appreciate you listening and tuning in. And check us out on the next episode. Peace.
What's up, everyone? This is Mike O'Connell from Philly Full Court Press. You can find Full Court Press on any streaming podcast platforms. Follow Full Court Press on Twitter, at Full Court 76, and Instagram, at Full Court Press 76. If you have any questions for us or for the staff, email us at fullcourtpress76 at gmail.com. As always, we thank you so much for the support, and we truly appreciate it.